0: Dave Neal. Hello, everybody. It's your boy, Dave Neal, stand-up comic, and we are here with our Bachelor Rush Hour. January 15th, it's the morning rush. I hope everyone's having a fantastic drive to work. Be safe out there if you are in any of these snow-covered areas. As you might know, I'm now driving. That's right, I'm on the mobile studio setup. Driving from Los Angeles to Nashville, Tennessee. And we are on our way uh, almost halfway across the country at this point. Left Saturday morning. That's right, you got my tearful farewell if you were watching us on patreon.com slash Dave Neal. And boy, let me tell you something. It was a mess. As you guys may have heard, I've got a giant Penske Truck. I mean, a giant truck. It's diesel, baby. It's oh boy, it is a mess. I hit a couple potholes so hard, I, I lost one of my headlights. I know, I know. I'm a trucker now. You know, you, you gotta go. You gotta park in a different part of the gas station. It's a hold. I got a 65 gallon tank. You know what I mean? There's a lot going on there, and I'm and I'm eating. I'm eating road trip food. I'm disgusted in myself. Um, you know, you know. You ever get that road trip acne? Ugh! I'm just—I'm just, I'm an awful human. RBS and Burger King. Who eats at a Burger King? Nobody. Nobody chooses Burger King. It's just the thing that's there. Oh, boy, I just had the saltiest Brussels sprouts at all Texas Longhorns, you know, whatever. It fresh, never frozen. I never asked, but they're telling me. Whenever anyone's biggest uh, marketing pitch is that their, their food wasn't frozen, <laughs> like that's the best you have to offer. Hey, we didn't freeze this. It's like, well, you should have because this, well, it tasted okay. Either way, I'm surviving, if not thriving. My wife and my in-laws and so many other people have joined us along this journey on Saturday night, the first leg of our journey. You may have seen some photos circulating the interwebs, but I uh, met up with some old pals and some new friends. Courtney Robertson and Scottsdale came out to dinner with us, and uh, one Clayton Eckert arrived, and we actually got to see Greg Gillespie, who of course you may know from my Clayton Eckert paternity scandal. Greg Gillespie and Clayton Eckert became like buddies. You know, they bonded over a very common foe, by the name of Jane Doe, Jane Doe, the common foe, doeth the foeeth. That's right, foe. She's so anyway. Great Gillespie, his uh, girlfriend uh, Ashley, very beautiful, very 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 funny. I mean, they're a great couple, really. She's about to have a baby. I think they're scheduling the baby because it's it's twenty twenty four. You can schedule the baby. They come out hot and ready, just like us. Little Caesars Pizza, pizza. Uh, they're scheduling it this week. So, uh, big shout out to Ashley for for uh, sneaking in a little hangout with us before the baby arrives. And then, of course, we saw some other folks, some of which I've got to protect their identities. That's right. Cue the X-Files music. Not everybody that hung out with us uh, wants their face to be shown. But it was a good chance to swap notes and talk to folks and really have a good time. If you've been following the Clayton Eckerd paternity scandal, which I'm sure you are, uh, we got new information. Uh, uh, this Thursday, the 17th, is that the the Thursday the 17th yeah uh, 14th 15th yeah, uh, 15th no it's a Wednesday okay Wednesday the 17th we're expecting a deposition of Janeth Doeth that's right depositions are wild especially when you've got Woodnick Law running the deposition they are they are not a law firm you want to mess with from all I've seen and hopefully we'll get the same uh, lawyer that we had for Clayton Eckard's uh, uh, injunction against harassment uh, uh, court case so they had Deandra over there a real uh pit bull uh as they uh, the, i guess i don't know i don't know if these are lawyer terms but i feel like you know i've got a basset hound you never you never want to be known as a basset hound when it comes to being a lawyer that's like a lovable idiot you don't want to be the basset hound you want to be the pit bull you want to be the the rottweiler you know whatever i don't know i don't know a husky i don't know whatever it is either way she's uh she's all those things put together and she's a. Uh, you know, if if she's the one leading the deposition, it should be a wild, wild case. I tell you what, I'll be talking about this uh, later this morning on the Patreon, which I don't know exactly what time it will be because again, I am at the mobile studio setup, but uh, I expect my Patreon episode will be around 8 a.m. Central Time. But if you're a member, go check in, and I'll let you know. I've stumbled upon. A lot of documents. I'm not kidding, guys. They keep coming. I know. I feel like it's the uh, and I don't mean this with with uh, sort of joy, but it's like a lottery where you j- the coins keep coming out of the machine. Uh, now, of course, the uh, what's what uh, what the documents are are old screenshots that were saved of Jane Doe's private Instagram. You know, how you can send public Instagram stories, and then there's like the private ones that are meant for your friends and family. Well, it appears as though she was, and again, this is information nobody has heard before. Uh, just you know, info that's been falling into the old, uh, the old uh, you know uh, luggage, the, uh, the 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 overhead luggage here. And that, you know, I just every morning I open up the luggage, and a new trinket of content comes out. The old cornucopia of content is here, and this is going to blow your mind. I guess Jane Doe was. uh, You know, using the close friends circle on the Instagram stories. You know, you can say I want to share this privately, or I want to share this publicly. Well. I don't know who she had in that close friends because as a friend, you're not allowed to see, right? It's just you either get the content or you don't. So she was using her close friends to, uh, I guess, share information that she was pregnant, but not just share it in a way that was like, oh, I'm so excited for my baby, you know, the way that normal pregnant people share. But it's actually in a very vindictive way. I don't know if I'm going to have this video ready in time for today's YouTube, but li- but like hang in there. We're going to get to it on Patreon. For sure we'll have it tomorrow. There's just a lot I need to redact. I know, look, Ever since the Colton Underwood videos, I've learned that you guys love reading DMs and social media and things that are no longer available. Well, I'm telling you, I am in sole possession of some pretty wild... I mean, you, you thought the case was wild before. I get it. It was. It's only getting wilder. All right. I'm going to discuss briefly two different Bachelor stories, some of our favorite topics. We have Rachel Lindsay and a separate and also unique story with Nick Vial getting shade thrown his way. No, not by me, but by Sheena from uh, Vanderpump Rules. So let's start with the story. And again, we might have some more uh, developments on these stories as the day progresses. But uh, this is, by the way, an article from Radar Online, which is is, a, a, is an adjacent uh, step from The Sun. I don't know if it's better or worse or just as bad, but it is not exactly. I mean, not exactly New York Times. Bachelorette. But again, New York Times wouldn't cover this. story so so uh, maybe it's worth it who knows the smut rags got it bachelorette star rachel Lindsay's flightiness led to brian abasolo filing for divorce report i always see these reports and i go who's sharing these reports um, I, you know what? I'm gonna read the clip. It's gonna be an anonymous source. It's not gonna be. It's it's probably gonna be lukewarm tea. But usually when these stories come out, they're either a completely fabricated, like AI generated ChatGPT, or what's probably more likely is that. Brian Abasolo's friends are starting to talk and it could get very interesting. I'm going to have this story, the Nick story, and a couple other stories. We'll go over the award shows and all that right after a quick word from our sponsors. And I'll say this about Brian Abasolo and Rachel Lindsay. I mean, you have to be in lockstep on the same page if you're going to continue the family. I mean, it's one thing to get married, but to have kids, and again, I'm not going to be one of those, you know, maybe I will be one of those people that tells you how it is once I have a baby, but look, just from the pregnancy standpoint, I mean, it's stressful, you know, the, You know, in my in my situation, the wife's not working, I'm trying to support her emotionally but also financially, and I'm, we're packing for the move. Our last and Night in the in Los Angeles, we slept on we slept on an air mattress. She's six months pregnant. The air mattress had a leak, so we're tacoed into the air mattress. She's trying to roll out of bed. I'm just ki- you know what I mean. It's it's a uh, it's a lot, folks. So here's the article. The bloom is off the rose for former Bachelorette star Rachel Lindsay. Her four year marriage has turned into a bed of thorns for chiropractor husband Brian Abasolo, who recently filed for divorce. All right, tell us something we don't know. All right, according to a recent report. He claims uh, a sources claim Brian is done with being dragged across the country. To support his wife's ever-changing careers, Radar Online has learned. I mean, look. I mean, are her careers ever changing? She no longer works at Extra. I mean, but she's got the podcast. I, it's not like she's okay. So I don't know if I even buy this uh, this source so far. Insiders claim the husband and wife. I mean, I could be an insider for all they know, and I'm not. Wife claimed they had different visions for their future together, causing their marriage to crumble in the process. Uh, they had different ideas of what their future. should look like, a source told the National Enquirer. Bryant's practice was in Miami, and that's where he wanted to be. But Rachel wouldn't be pinned down, and she was constantly uprooting them. Okay, yeah, these, I mean, look, those are situations you need to figure out. But, uh... I mean, you know, it's got to be tough. It's got to be tough to move your practice across the country, you know, because you're you're a service-based industry. If you're a chiropractor, you need to have a clientele list. I mean, that can just be a challenge. But I mean, the fact that their source comes from National Enquirer uh, kind of tells me it's not really credible. Oh, but is it credible enough for us to cover the story? Yeah, <laughs> you bet your bottom dollar. Uh, Ashley Iconetti dishes this. She said there's been a bit of smoke around this couple for a while. Because the private pair didn't often post about each other on social media and occasionally lived in different states. Um, You know, so it doesn't look like there's any other. um, I guess here's what a source said Brian got frustrated with Rachel's flightiness and unwillingness to commit to one place and start a family. One minute she'd say she wanted to try for a baby, then she'd be on a flight out of town. Brian got sick of it. In the end, they realized they weren't a good match. I mean, you know, who knows? Who knows, folks? All right, I'll show you the visuals of that if you want to check it out on YouTube, but we'll cut... Co- I mean, maybe we'll cover that story. It's kind of a little bit of nothing. Uh, but hey, it's a Monday. we got to start somewhere. Uh, so here's some more hot garbage. Uh, you thought Bachelor was full of drama queens. Vanderpump Rules returns for its 11th season uh, later this month, and Sheena Shea throws shade at Nick Vial by saying his fiance is literally on his payroll, which again... It It wouldn't matter if your fiancé's on your payroll, but this coming after Nick threw a jab at her. Let me tell you something, old pal Nick. Let me give you some free advice. Never... Never try to cross any members of Vanderpump Rules because they are all bulldogs to continue. They are not basset hounds, okay? They are out there and they are just going to tear you to shreds. They will rip apart that wool cardigan you got on. They don't care. Sheena Shea and Brock Davies are not here for Nick Vial publicity, supporting negative comments about their marriage. I feel like I've been a subject on the last several episodes of his Vile Files podcast, is what Sheena says, because he has nothing else to talk about. He keeps bringing up Charlie Burnett on and Katie Maloney and Dana just did an episode recently. I don't know two of those three people. The Vanderpump Rules star 38 explained on the Friday, January 12th episode of her Shenanigans podcast. By the way, this is a result of life being too easy. You know, my dad fought in Vietnam. Someone's dad, the Korean War. People had to, you know, work in coal mines. And by, by all means, now we've got a 38-year-old reality star from Vanderpump Rules, which is a show based on a bunch of 20-something people working at a restaurant, but the show's been successful enough that now it's just about their lives. And then Nick, of course, has spun his career uh, following his uh, you know, 18 stints on The Bachelor, which, hey, I don't blame him. I'm here covering it. Uh, but either way, she said on her podcast uh, that she's going to need his him to take her name out of her mouth or out of his mouth, I should say. Sheena initially thought she was friends with Nick until she heard what was being said on his podcast. Oh that's where he made the mistake. You're not friends with him you are just a pawn he could use on his chessboard of making it you know, further in his career. Uh, She said I've known him for years. I have his phone number Sheena that ain't saying much. Everyone's got his phone number and we have done some social media things together. I have appeared on his podcast. Charlie referred to Brock as a payroll husband and then in the next episode I think Nick referred to Brock as the payroll husband. During the episode, Shay questioned what the term payroll husband even meant since uh, her man didn't receive payments from her. Shea also told her husband, who was a guest host on her podcast, how misogynistic it was to hear people say she couldn't be her household's breadwinner. Yeah, I guess it is a little misogynistic, right? And, and by the way, not a big deal. Not a big deal to have someone on your payroll that you're related to. I mean, Nick clearly has Natalie on his payroll. I'd put my wife on my payroll. I mean, you know what I mean? Maybe get gets him some free health care, it's a tax write-off, all that jazz. Uh, she said, support comes in many ways in a family. Financial support is just one of them. You support me and this family in so many ways. I wouldn't be able to do things if I didn't have you as home uh, as much as you are able to. You work from home and you support me in that way, she added. She proceeded to throw a dig at Nick collaborating with his fiance Natalie Joy on certain projects adding that really irked me especially when his fiance is literally on the payroll so that is rich coming from you. She said, "Nick, I want to stay positive, but bro, if your wife was the lead role in your family and you have a kid, what would you do? There's no need to be calling me that." The former rug. Oh, this is- so then this is from man to man. Mano imano. He uh, uh, Sheena Shea's husband says, "Nick, I want to stay positive, bro. If your wife was the lead role in your family and you have a kid, what would you do? There's no need to be calling me that." Uh, the former rugby player noted. Plus, I would like to point out that the guy is 42 and he went on a dating show. Another dating show. And then another dating show, yikes! Brock is coming for Nick here. By the way, um, wouldn't we love to see Brock and Nick in a boxing match? Wouldn't that be fun? We could do it for charity. Uh, do you guys remember when Leo Totavio wanted to fight Nick? For charity, everyone hated Leo at the time, but maybe he was on the right side of that story. Nick, uh, ding, 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 made his batch. Okay, so anyway, I'm going to cover more of this. I'm going to, you know, sometimes what I like to do on the podcast here is I'll take a look. It's in a book. It's Reading Rainbow. No, I'll take a look um, at the content of the day. I'll decide if I think it's worthy of a story, and then and then we'll either go with it or we won't. But I'm telling you right now, this will be a YouTube story for sure and oh boy caitlin bristow did it again oh she got a bob haircut you don't just get a bob haircut tasha you want to see this caitlin has completely reinvented herself oh tasha loves it she says it looks so good you know what i did you see what i posted i said caitlin bristow so she she went to like a black hair kind of like uh you know she went to the dark side right well, I said she looked like when the Olsen twins on Full House had a, uh, you know, met their cousin from like Greece and it was like a whole new person, but it was really just one of the Olsen twins in a black wig. That's Caitlin Bristow. Uh, anyway, um, she's off the vine and off the brunette to sheer black, but it looks great. Good for her. That's what happens, right? You go through a breakup, you get your nails done and you cut your hair and you start having sex with new men. That's how it works, folks. All right, I got a clip for you. Let's do this. I'll play it first. Uh, this I love comedian beefs. We've got what appears to be Anthony Jesselnick ripping apart Matt Reif. Let's listen to it, and then I'll judge if it's uh, worthy of any of the uh, uh, critique here. Have a listen. I've been on record.
1: I, I'm happy for Matt Reif and his career. I am surprised by the special, and I maybe saw five minutes of it. It's not my thing. It's not for me his audience was like you know young girls and middle-aged girls and older girls and uh, <laughs> but what's fascinating to me is in this special he's like no I'm for guys now this special is for guys and it's clearly like he's I've never seen someone so try to or piss off their their existing audience to try to grasp at what he thinks should be a comedian's audience what he thinks should be cool he should just I and my advice to him was just be happy do you have an audience at all? Yeah. And be be grateful for it. And and you can play to that or play against it if you want. But he's so trying to like, no, I'm for guys now. I'm a real comic for dudes. I don't understand the defensiveness of like a 15 minutes of it. It's like him responding to his haters. Why are you mad at all? You made so much fucking money. Yeah. You should be so happy. And I think a part of the reason the special is getting uh, trashed more than uh, uh, you know others would is a little bit of a sophomore slump thing. Is that he put out a special before he blew up on YouTube and that was like his best stuff that he'd been working on for years. And then he did some crowd work stuff that it's like in the moment he's good with that. And then this is like he's only had a little bit of time to develop this material and he's putting it out I think it was probably too soon and I'm surprised that he tried to be so aggressive and upset his current fan base to try to get people who he is not going to get.
0: By the way, I wanted I wanted to be critical here of Anthony Jeselnik because it's not too often you'll see one well-known comedian sort of rip another well-known comedian. But he had all good points. He had all good points. And look, uh, whatever angle Matt Rife was trying to take with that special, clearly it, it it bombed critically. You know, with with those that actually look at the value of how the jokes are. But you know, it did well with a new audience, and that's kind of what stand-up up's all about, right? Finding a niche and pulling people into up. But uh, if you're a if you're a like longtime fan of stand-up, it, yeah, it's not going to compare to the to the greats, that's for sure. Hey, but who cares, right? He's selling out stadiums. Let him live. Okay, okay. I got a couple more stories, but we, we just have a lot to get to today, so I'm going to have to cover a lot of this stuff tomorrow. Oh, excuse me, on the afternoon episode. I got to say, though, shout out. I want to give a shout out to Brittany Mahomes. Uh, okay, so this is a Taylor Swift story. You, you guys know I always love a good Taylor Swift story. Brittany Mahomes... Eh, when you talk about out-punting your coverage, right, it's a football term that's usually used when a guy gets a girl who's out of his league. You out-punted your coverage. You you know, it's it's a stupid, stupid sports metaphor that probably doesn't even make sense. But Brittany Mahomes uh, what starts dating... Uh, 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 what's his face, Mahomes? <laughs> um, and what, in high school, Patrick Mahomes? I think they started dating in high school. Imagine your high school boyfriend... Imagine he becomes one of the best quarterbacks to ever play, and then you somehow become friends with a musician that's probably more famous than the Beatles ever were. I mean, what a life. Here she is in her twinning era, matching with Taylor Swift. Patrick Mahomes is heading to the next playoff round, but the happiest person in his household has to be his wife, Brittany, who boasted a crap load of photos with her new twin. The mother of two and former college soccer star shared the pics from Saturday night's 26th seven chiefs win where she posed with pop sensation taylor swift yeah i mean look they sit in the player suites they're they're uh, you know they're they're doing their thing i'm happy for all of them uh you know it's it's very it, there aren't many sort of wives of players that have become sort of household names and I don't know maybe I mean I mean can she sing maybe she can be a backup singer for Taylor that way during the off season the men can go support their there's I don't know you know the thing that I'm really mad at is why couldn't Taylor Swift have fallen in love with Rob Gronkowski and become a Patriots fan my poor patriots have really really fallen off the wagon i mean look i, I, I don't i don't know what to say i mean sure i got 17 Super Bowl celebrations when Tom Brady was there. Uh, But now it's a a lonely time out there. And speaking of Tom Brady, his baseball card sells for big money and he's never played an inning. I know what you're thinking. Tom Brady was a Baseball player, yes, he was that good and good looking that they drafted him. Because let me tell you something about baseball: they they draft you based on if you're good looking. Uh, that's it. That's a, there's something about baseball where if you have nice dimples and a good bum, you might rise in the depth chart. That's what the scouts look for. Tom Brady never netted a dollar playing professional baseball, but a card of him in uniform just made one seller a boatload of cash. A baseball card of the seven-time Super Bowl winning quarterback sold for one hundred and. online Saturday after a contentious bidding war on the site Galdin. There it is. That's the award. A mint Twenty. Okay, this is a mint draft card here of Tom Brady in his Montreal Expos uniform. Uh, let's see what the scouting report says on him. Tom, uh, he was a two-year varsity player um, at. Uh, none of this matters. He never. <laughs> Two twenty-five, six foot four. Uh, uh, throw. Let wait. Left throws right. No, no, no. Bats left. Throws right. I was going to say what. Either the way, as previously reported, the happy seller is a Minnesota card collector who pulled the one-of-a-kind signed T.O.P.S. Tom Brady Montreal Expos Super Fracture Card. Talk about a lucky draw. TB12 play, played a catcher for his high school baseball team and the Montreal Expos, now the Washington Nationals, took him in the 18th round, 507th overall, not high enough to entice Tom away from his University of Michigan scholarship. What's crazy to me is I can't believe they even, you know, how does he even on a baseball card? He never even accepted, you know, the contract. Either way, Tops put out a commercial reimagining Brady's life as a major league baseball player. Hey, look, it's not too late, Tom. You want to come play for my Boston Red Sox? We can do that for you. All right, let's wrap this up with some fun stuff. And I'm again, I'm gonna have a lot of content for you today. I got a lot of little stories going on, which is always how we like to start the week here. Uh, but we've got uh, a interesting bachelor pairing, Kathy from Golden Bachelor hanging out with Katie and Zach's exes. Have a listen.
1: I'm here with these beautiful women. Say who you are. Ariel, Katie, Davia, and Gabby. And I'm Kathy. You might not have guessed this, but I'm the oldest one here. <laughs> these women are fabulous. We are celebrating in Austin, Texas bachelor nation. So, if you're around, most of them have guys, but I still don't. <laughs> I don't. Oh, you don't? Yeah. Actually, single. 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 Okay. As a single uh, but I'm single and I'm older, so I yet again, I'm first in line. Okay. So, hope you're all having a great weekend, and we love you.
0: There it is. Look, I did not know I needed Kathy to be hanging out with the younger generation. I just assumed we'd get Golden Bachelor and it would be sort of separate from Bachelor Nation, but I absolutely love this. I don't want to see a Bachelor outing that doesn't involve at least one Golden Bachelor cast member. Absolutely fantastic, and if you're still sticking around, trust me, you're going to want to join today's Patreon if you haven't already. I'm going to be releasing some of the crazy new information I got regarding Clayton's paternity scandal. I'll have that exclusively for for you and so much more on the youtube as well we'll see you guys out there have a fantastic work day we'll catch you this afternoon as always i'm dave and this is the rush if you enjoyed this episode please leave a five-star review on apple podcasts and if you didn't don't join the free facebook group dave neil's community got cash Become a premium
1: member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description
0: below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at D for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush.